It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads. One of us believing in the power of science. One of us believing in the power of Jesus. But both of us believing in the power of an ice cold beer. <laughs> I like that way, that inflection. We're both like, is this a question? I, I have a question for you. That's, that's probably why I did that. I was preparing my question voice. Um, is it true that dust is uh, made up of 90% human skin? Well, dust is definitely made up of human skin. 90% human uh, skin? I think that is one of those urban legends that like every time you see some dust somewhere, that it's all human skin. And I am going to... So this is an urban legend episode? Newsflash. I think this is one where we're going to tackle dust. Tackle dust? We're going to move some dust off your shoulders. Oh, let me... Oh, come on. Dude, you got to get that dirt off your shoulder. Oh, get that dirt off your shoulder. Well, I definitely don't have any um, dirt on my shoulders. Uh, uh, my hair is not flaking. I'll tell you why. It's because I don't shampoo every day. Mm. It would dry your skin out. Yeah. So I shampoo about every three to four days. And there's a better chance you'll get lice. <laughs> but you know what? Dust is one of those things where, like, remember growing up, you used to just take, like, a thing and, and, and like, Get the dust and just move it up in the air. Like, that can't be good for you. I remember uh, I, I would get dust on my shoes because I would only wear, like, the dressy shoes once in a while. And every time I would pull them out, there would be dust all over them. And I never knew how to clean it. Uh, and so I would normally just take, like, a wet rag. Yeah. My dad used to want me to. I'll never forget. My dad was big into polishing his shoes. Like... You know, every Sunday, like when growing up, it, when we went to church, it was like a show, mm. right? It was like a production. Like we had our pictures in the the like telephone directory, like the family picture was in there, and you could look through and see everybody's picture, and it was a big deal. And my dad would like try to buy me like um, these really nice belts and really nice shoes, and want me to like shine them up. And I was like, but I'm seven, <laughs> like. I don't, I just want to wear like, you know, I want the dust to be all over my shoes. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is interesting now. You know, uh, we are one of those houses where you have to take your shoes off. Like when you go into your house, do, you, do people have to take their shoes off? Would, in my house, I have to take them off. If I walk in and like I have my shoes on and I walk a little bit, my kids tell me, Dad, your shoes are on? Yeah. But it's weird because if people come over, we don't necessarily tell others, hey, you have to take your shoes off. I think my wife would would prefer to live in a shoe-free environment in the house. Yeah. Right? She'd she'd prefer that that was all shoe-free, especially after uh, one of the girls, like, uh, wore her flip-flops into our bed while she was watching TV the other day and got mud all over the sheets. So, yeah, I think... Shoe, shoeless would be good. She likes shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. Well, I, uh, 
I'll grab shoes from my closet and I'll put them on. And my wife actually thinks that like I should carry my shoes down to the mudroom and then put my shoes on. That's unsafe. (laughs) <laughs> to walk down the stairs. You know, we have wood stairs with no carpet on yeah. the top. So I have actually walked down inside. In fact, I have to tell the girls, put your shoes on before you go down the steps if you have socks on, mm. if you have bare feet. And so then she's like, well, why don't you just carry the socks and the shoes downstairs? Put them all on downstairs. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it gets so complicated. I'll tell you sometimes, uh, like, if she's gone. What do you do? You sleep I can't. my shoes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole time. Especially, like, do you I'm sleep just running in to go to the bathroom. No, I don't sleep in them. But, like, you know, like, if I'm doing something quick, I don't take them off. And my shoes sometimes, like, like you know, the sneakers I wear, uh, yeah. they take some time to get on. Right? Yeah. Like, it's not like the, the, the shoes she wears. We can just slip in and out, right? Like... You know, I got to lace it up. I got to, you know, it's it's a whole production. I'd say Comedy Central's got a marathon, like a um, the office is playing a lot on Comedy Central. Yeah. And the episode where Jim and Pam got married was on the other day. And Kevin um, at the hotel, he put his shoes outside the door to get them cleaned. Yeah. And he went down the next day to get his shoes. And he's like, hey, I'm here for my shoes. And they're like... We threw those away. In fact, we had to burn them because they were so... Wow. It was, became a health issue. So you had to wear Kleenex shoes to the wedding. Mm. Kleenex box. Yeah. Well, I, I think the one rule that you need to know so they're not nasty is uh, like for the sneakers, wear socks with the sneakers. Yes. Right? Because if you just go in, I mean, they get ripe real quick. I have another issue with I the pre-powder yeah. my shoes. Not talcum. Okay. Just, just baby. Baby powder, not gold bond. That's right. Well, no, I, I like I would like the gold bond. But gold bond did a great job advertising. It's just How an expensive version of baby yeah, powder. Of course, of course, right? they did a great job advertising. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So I buy two dollar baby powder. You, whoever's in the marketing department or advertising for gold bond, you yeah. should get a raise. Yeah, right. I, I have another issue with cleaning. Okay. Why do we have to clean before the cleaning lady comes? Oh my gosh. I have no idea. My wife is so worried that the, the people that come to clean our house who are very nice are going to think that we're messy. Yeah. Like we literally go around uh, the morning of, take all the sheets off the bed. You know, we move everything into oh, yeah. the place where it's supposed to be because she says they're cleaning people, not maids. Okay. Because she says, like, if we had a maid, they would put stuff where it goes, but they're the cleaning people, so they're just supposed to clean the floor, the dust, and, the, you yeah. know, bah, 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 bah. the dirt, uh, the skin, apparently. The skin, the skin. We want to have a skin-free home. If there's one thing, like, on the floor, my wife thinks that that means there's zero chance that they're going to clean that room. And the other thing is, we've talked so much before about medical things and being politically correct, being politically correct. My cleaning lady uh, is a man, so we need a new term. We have one too. Yeah, he's really good. He's a nice. I mean, actually, it's him and his wife, but they're they're very nice. They do they do a great job. I wonder if it's the same person. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, we've gotten some, but maybe that's getting too politically correct. You know, we went from patients with you can't call people diabetic. It's patients living with diabetes. Yeah, they're trying to take away the well. I'm, I don't have strong thoughts whether or not, but the idea of getting rid of the term obesity, that it has a negative connotation, mm. and calling it adiposity-based chronic disease. Well, there are some people who are looking to get rid of the binary nature of gender identity. Yeah, we should do that right now. So as a term, in, instead of cleaning lady, we need a new phrasing. Um, okay. 
So our um, the dust destroyer. Oh yeah, the skin maintenance person. Oh, skin elimination team. Oh, sit. I want. I want to have a skin free home. Yeah, that's how they should advertise it. Yeah, right. Like, don't sit on your couch and all of a sudden have your sister in law's skin pop up and get all in your face. Call us. Yeah. You know what dust is made of? Dust what? is made of all bunnies. kinds of things. Bunnies? Yeah, yeah. It's made of bunnies. Okay. Dust bunnies. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I get it. I get it. That's called a play on words. <laughs> what exactly is a dust bunny? Apparently, it's like a, uh, a dust bunny <clears throat> is a clump of hair or other items that have been held together by static electricity. Which means that at some point they have received a charge and it is now a charged material that is being held together and is fluffy that may or may not look like a bunny. Mm. Well, I don't know that I use... I feel like, I feel like Will Ferrell in that... You remember, remember in, 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 um, in Old School? I do. You remember when he has to take that test and, and he's, he's debating against um, uh, the one guy and they ask him a question... And he like goes into this new voice and this other guy and he just like spits out the answer. Yeah. And he's like, Ugh, that's how I felt right then talking about dust bunnies. It makes you, oh my gosh, that makes you think of, then now we're talking about boo. Dust in the wind. All we are is dust in the wind. Ooh, you're my boy, Blue. You know, uh, I want to give a rest in peace to uh, Blue. Blue's name was actually Patrick Cranshaw. Patrick Crenshaw? Yeah, and he died uh, two years after Old School came out. He'd been working in film for a long time, and that was his first big break. Yeah. And uh, he died at 86 years old, two years after Old School came out. That does not surprise me. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. Well, so dust. Let's, let's get into it, right? Indoor dust comes from animal hair, textile fibers, paper fibers, food particles, and skin. But I will be honest, outdoor dust is a big problem. Outdoor dust comes from soil pollen and insect follicles right um, health wise we do need to worry about dust control allergies allergic rhinitis is the technical term yeah and asthma sure get thrown off by dust mm. yeah I, I know it's it is it can be harder to breathe especially like when it's humid outside like in the summer and then you get the wind going and get some dust particles up and stuff like that it's certainly feels like it's harder to breathe. Well, you're absolutely right. The humidity affects, because you know who loves the humidity, are dust mites. Dust mites. Dust mites. Dust mites. Dust mites. I've heard the term, but but that's a real, it's like, not like dust bunny. No, no. They are arthropods from the class of the arachnids that colonize bedding, sofas, carpets. Arachnid. That's a spider, right? Kind of. From that similar family. And it stands, uh, their actual term is dermatophagoides. Pteranosinus. Pteranosinus? Yeah, like pterodactyl. It starts PT. Pteranosinus. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. So I will tell you, dust mites, they don't actually bite. Okay. And really, they don't cause harm to humans other than causing allergic disease. They absorb humidity. So people can be allergic to dust mites? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dust mites are things that people are often allergic to and can cause ruddy nose, post-nasal drip, itchy eyes, bronchoconstriction, uh, cough, wheezing. Shortness of breath. <coughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. And um, 
you know, they love warm, humid climates. Well, we only have that, like, I feel like our warm, humid climate window is uh, less and less. Yeah. You, you know what does my eat? What? Skin. Oh. Yeah. They eat a human dead skin. So the dust comes from their poop? Um, so... So they eat skin, and then they poop skin, and that's how skin becomes dust? Is that they, what you're saying? Uh, they eat skin... They poop poop, and in a 10-week lifespan, they deposit about 2,000 fecal particles. Wow. Yeah, and it's actually an enzyme that's in them that often sets off allergies. So dust mites is one of the most common things that uh, people are allergic to. Hmm. When I think of allergies, I break them down into spring versus fall and indoor versus outdoor. And this is very much an indoor one. It absolutely could be worse at now, how do you identify that as an allergy? Is that through some sort of... Uh, is that like a scratch test or is that like a blood test? Is that like... Uh, both. Yeah. Okay. So there is a blood test that will check for allergens. The one in the area we live now checks for 25 of the most common allergens. So it checks for like uh, uh, dust mites and things like that. It checks for molds. It checks for trees, grasses, um, which are the spring allergens. It also checks for... Um, like uh, ragweed and sheep sorrel that happen often in like August and early September and uh, dogs and cats. And, um, and those are the main things that uh, it checks for. So it can be done that way. The best way is with the uh, skin prick test and so the allergy testing. Um, but yeah, you can do it via blood work as well. I think uh, in, in California, they have um, a lot of things that check for different types of grass. They sure, they sure, uh, they sure know their grass in California. I know ragweed. I didn't see no ragweed. Though. You know what though? The uh, I was thinking, uh, uh, <laughs> no ragweed. They, no, they didn't, I didn't, didn't see have no any ragweed, swag. No, man. they had the good stuff. Um, you know, the feather duster. Yeah, is the Q-tip of the dust world. So, you shouldn't use it. No, it's just knocking dust up in the air. Right? You take the feather dust and you move it around. Oh. It's just putting things up in the air. It's kind of like that Q-tip. It does yeah, more yeah. harm than good. But if you have dust, there's things we can do. Okay. You know, first is uh, limit the toys in the house. Is limit the number of toys in the house because they collect dust. Yeah, and I trip on them. And I've, I've, there's so many toys everywhere, I can't stand them. Oh, well, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, Especially because you don't have shoes on. And then you have socks on, you have slippery feet. That is true. It's easy, yeah. Next, throw out all the stuffed animals. Get them out of here. Bye, do they, do they bye, have a favorite stuffed animal? Bye-bye, Elmo. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bear. When my oldest was, was a baby, uh, she had a lamb. And for some reason, she called the lamb Yi. Okay. And we got it at Macy's. And then we realized this was quickly her, her favorite animal. So we bought like five of these things. Yeah. And had them in different areas. And if we would leave a yee somewhere, we knew we had a backup yee at home. Yeah. Because she would like freak out. You know, it's oh, first, yeah. first oh, kid yeah. problems, right? Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. when you got your first kid, you're like, have no idea what you're doing. You're like, no, the yeah. binky's gone. Oh. Where's that binky? We were a binky-free family. Were you? Yeah, yeah. Never even got into it. That's amazing. But my, my oldest, he's got a pink and blue. They're like the two of these grimiest like, pillows ever. Yeah. And he needs them everywhere. Like, you know, if he's having a bad day, where's pink? Where's blue? I will tell you, though, um, pink is pink colored and blue is blue colored. So at least he's consistent. Yeah. So throw out all the, all the stuffed animals. In my house, I can throw them all out except for Elsa. Okay. Elsa's got to stay. She's got to stay. Yeah. You can't. Let it go? 
<laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. I love it. Lower the temperature in the house, which is not an issue in my house. Um, it, it's, we love to keep the temperature down, but it seems like uh, in this time of the year when the heat outside is penetrating the inside, um, I don't know that my unit is keeping up with it because it was like 70. Oh, it's hard years. work. Yeah. 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 Uh, clean from the top to the bottom. Top to the bottom. Yep, yep. Oh, so it's like wiping from uh, front to back. <laughs> it's exactly, exactly. If you don't want your house to get a urinary tract infection, yeah. clean from the top to the bottom. Top to the bottom. Yeah, we're a urinary tract and free infection house. Yeah, because if you go from bottom to the top, you're just going to be moving it around. I guess so. I guess it. I mean, I guess it's They like, say uh, the same thing when you're washing a car. You wash from the top to the bottom. Before the cleaning lady comes is the same way uh, that like before you go What's to the- What's a cleaning lady? Well, it is the uh, the dust destroyer. Okay. Before the dust destroyer yeah. comes for the day, as you clean up, it's the same way as, I guess, before you go to the doctor, where you, you take a shower and you get yourself clean. So it's interesting, because we're talking about dust in such a negative way. Yeah. And the Bible talks about dust in in a really positive way many times. Tell me Jesus had a feather uh, feather duster. Well, no, he didn't have a feather duster, but, you know, in the beginning... Uh, God was making creation and he took the dirt from the ground and he spat in it and it says that he formed man and then he breathed life into the dirt, into the dust. And so... Do we think that's why people have asthma? Could be. I don't know. But it is why we say from dust to dust... Mm. Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. You're familiar, right? It's not a Jay Z song. I don't. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> it sounds like a line is used. Dust, dust from ashes to ashes and dust to dust. No, but it's a. You know, you often hear that in a in a, a funeral. Yeah. yeah. It became very common because uh, the Bible says, "From dust you were formed, and to dust you shall return." Wow. And so oftentimes you'll hear when you're going to a funeral service that somebody will say, you know, because our flesh, the big theme in the Bible is, is that God's like, hey, I breathed life into you and I gave you flesh. And, and early on, like in the Old Testament, that flesh was, was valuable because we didn't have the hope uh, that he then gave us in Jesus. And so after Jesus Christ comes... You know, you'll hear often people talk about the fact that this flesh is just a temporary body in any way, doesn't mean anything. So, um, so from dust you were formed to dust you shall return. Yeah. So your flesh goes because we believe that your soul is going to go somewhere else and spend time. Unless you get resurrected. Be a new creation. Well, there's a guarantee in the Bible that says we will be resurrected. Wow. Wow. So we don't go dust to dust. We go dust to dust. And yeah, then my flesh with- becomes dust. But then the me, so my soul is something completely different. And then um, because of that, and because Christ was raised to life, and we are adopted into that same family through yeah. Jesus, then we will also be raised to life. So it's a, it's a weird thing. But it also then it begs these questions that I run into, right, with like, as we talk about like binary, heteronormative identifications, with who we are as people, it, you know, I, I'm like in this place where I'm really like, 
Um, You're not the deacon still? No, I'm still the deacon, of Okay, course. I'm just making sure. But I'm always... I know we talk about medical things, but if you think you become the doc, you're wrong. Oh. <laughs> right? No, but I'm reading so many things in the Bible that challenge the way I think about what is the makeup of a person yeah. and how we're born and how we're made and then how we're created because I, I believe we're created by the most amazing artist, the most amazing creator ever. Picasso? Who, no, God. God, okay. Yeah, who I made know. Picasso. I know, you were bringing it back to God. But... I think there's room for all for, for some things that um, that he saw fit to, and especially if you read some some words in the Bible that say, "Man, this flesh is only temporary anyway." So here we get a lot of people get hung up on that the form you're currently in. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty focused on my current form and staying healthy and enjoying the time of flesh part of my life that yeah and while i am also on a journey right to have the healthiest version of the deacon that i can have um i also have a an acute awareness of the fact that you know this impact that i make here is just as they call it in the bible it's just mist in the air okay compared to the length of time so mist in the air mist in the air i like it i like it well can I tell you some of my favorite uh, facts about dust? Yeah. The first vacuum cleaner was so big that it had to be parked so outside. Big. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it needed gasoline. That's So the first one. vacuum cleaner that they had first invented, it needed gasoline. It had to be outside, and they brought, like, the extension inside. That is awesome. The average person sheds a third of an ounce of human dead skin every week. Oh, man. I'm shedding Oh, you know what? You know when I shed a lot? Is randomly, like, when I'm in the shower and my wife's like, loofah is there? You know what a loofah is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I decide to, like, uh, loofah it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so to wives out there, hide those things because the fancy body washes, the loofahs, we reach for it once. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'll get the back a little bit. I'll get the elbows. You know, I'm gonna, I want to be so fresh and so clean. If I'm in the shower and your razor's in there, I may manscape with it. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self: Make sure the deacon goes in the guest room. That's right. Right. Um, your home collects forty pounds of dust per year. I collected forty pounds of dust over the last couple of years. I feel like, but I'm slowly working it off. Yeah. You know what? I t- today, as I was reading this, getting ready, I yeah. was like, I want to weigh my youngest, my three-year-old little girl. I wanted to weigh her to go like. Does she weigh 40 pounds? I'm not actually sure because you know, I'm working and my wife takes her to the visits. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if she weighs the amount of dust that you know, we find in our house in a year. How'd it go? Well, I didn't weigh her. I, life was busy. She went to cheerleading practice today, her first one. Her first? It's June. Well, it's year-round, right? You know, it yeah. was like tumbling. Cheer doesn't start until August. I mean, that's where she went. I have pictures. I'll show them to you later. All right. Um, <laughs> small dust. Really small particles of dust can stay can stay suspended in the air for Ooh, up to five long? days. I I can stay suspended in the air for like point five seconds. Air Deacon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the you, the biggest source of dust in the world is the Sahara Desert. When I was growing up, my buddy uh, Bo, this is a shout out to you. Uh, we used to have um, dunk competitions 
on his goal out in front of his house. We would set up like a trampoline out front yeah. and we would do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, I was not a great dunker, believe really? it or not. Yeah. Even with the one where you can lower it and make it... No, no, no. I just didn't have great creativity. Oh, okay. I feel like um, the one thing I could do well was the... Uh, the toss in the air, let it bounce. Oh yeah, pick it up and do the back hammer dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm six five and can no longer dunk, and barely could when I was you know eighteen years old. So I. Uh, did you have a favorite dunk? Of the one that I did. Yeah. I'm a two footed jumper with one hand, trying to get in as best I could, like on a real ten foot hoop. Yeah. Like on the six eight foot, I'm no, I. I I was focused on regular basketball, so I. I no, but you've never played on like you never had yeah, a dunk competition yeah, on a smaller yeah, yeah, hoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what was I, your go-to dunk? Oh, I don't know. It was all power. You're all, so you're not like a between-the-legs 360 guy. You're like... I would love to say there was a chance that I ever could have pulled off a maneuver like that. But no, it was very much like, hey, I've got an opening. I'm going to dunk this, <laughs> and then I'm going to continue playing basketball. All right. And the Earth gains 40,000 tons of cosmic dust from micrometeorites every year. What is cosmic dust? Space. Space, the galaxy. Oh, yeah. Like the cosmo- oh, that makes. See, I, when air I think pollution, of 33% said- of the uh, air pollution is the dust that's kicked up in the air by vehicles, which I think is pretty interesting. So, Ooh. you know what we should do? What should we do? For our homes? Uh, get a filter. Well, yeah, get a filter. But all hardwood and leather. Hardwood and leather. Yeah. Oh, man, like it's the 70s. How pimp would that be? No shag, though. Hardwood and leather. Oh, no shack. Oh, you know, like uh, just leather and hardwood. Dude. It would be so fresh and so clean. That's going to be the name of our company, Hardwood and Leather. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go around and we're going to like style people's homes. I like it. You know what? But we want to keep less dust in the house, right? Okay. We want yeah. to decrease asthma exacerbations. Oh, we want to decrease not? allergic rhinitis. We want to make sure that young people are breathing well. Our focus in life, our ability to process the Bible when we're not uh, congested, I'm sure is better than, well, they've actually shown that people treated well with allergies. Kids are better able to focus in school. But you know what? I've got a game for you. Okay. Do it, do it. So there's a lot of kind of snacks we have that probably lead to crumbs that turn into dust. Oh, Cheetos. So uh, actually, I was going to give you... What do you prefer of these two things that uh, become dust? Oh, Cheez-Its no. or goldfish? Uh, Cheez-Its. Okay. These are two of the things that I literally hadn't had until I had children. And now, like, Cheez-Its and goldfish, you have everywhere. Always, yeah. But my, my youngest is not like Cheez-Its. She only eats goldfish. Goldfish? Yeah. 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 We, I mean, we, we have, like, goldfish hidden in different places. Like, in yeah. a diaper bag, and the yeah, car yeah, yeah. was goldfish, Absolutely. right? And I find goldfish, like, on the floor. You can, I mean... Yeah, the dust is a. Uh, uh, I wish there was more dead human skin in our dust because we have so many goldfish just kind of scrabbled apart. So next, popcorn or chips? I'm more of a kettle corn guy. Really? Like if I get kettle corn, oh yeah, yeah I'm the sweet, the sweet and the salty. Oh. I don't want regular pop buttered popcorn. Just really doesn't do it for me. So I'm gonna go chips. But if I'm going chips, um, I gotta have ridges. And, and be sour cream and onion, or um, have to be Doritos. Okay. I'm a chips and salsa guy. In, in popcorn, I, I will say I love popcorn. 
Like at the movies. They got like a new if I'm, if dill I'm actually popcorn, at the movies. Like a dill popcorn Trader Joe's makes that my wife's in love with. But okay. Favorite ne- next in the game. Okay. And I think you're. I'm going to give you one of two so far. All right, go ahead. Right. The next one, if you get this one right, you win the game. Okay. Best cleaning thing in the home the handheld vacuum or the Swifter? Fabuloso. What? Fabuloso. What does that mean? It's it's the cleaning product that you use. Fabuloso. I don't, I don't know who this. It's Fabuloso. Like the, yeah, it's like the purple stuff you get at the store. Fabuloso. Oh, it sounds like you know who should sell that? Fabio. Oh, he should. He would be able to sell that. We should be Fabuloso. If you're looking for for sponsors or like advertisers, we would love to do that. All right, so I'm going to go with the uh, the Swiffer. Okay, uh, you know what? That's the right answer. They actually pointed out and mentioned the Swiffer in one of the articles I was reading about um, allergens yeah. and trying to prevent. Because the power from the vacuum cleaner, right, like moves stuff around where yeah. the Swiffer is like The Swiffer is the opposite of the feather yeah, yeah, duster. Yeah. So, you know, I think the keys here are what we need to do is buy yourself a leather couch and then you need to throw out all your kid stuffed animals and, and get hardwood. And get hardwood. And I, from my perspective, what, what I want people to remember is that we absolutely um, have a, f- a finite time here. Yeah. Right? And so uh, the things that we hold on to here that are so important, we have to remember dust will return to dust. And so whether you're pursuing faith or uh, some other avenue of peace and and something more to look forward to than than the dust around you. Cleanliness is godliness. Godliness, what's that song? Just like me, pull it with butterfly wings, right? Yeah. Um, but it's so important to remember that uh, that sooner or later we're all gonna bite the dust. Yeah. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Hey, hey! Another one bites the dust. Ow! Another one bites the dust. Hey. (laughs) I got another one bites the dust. He went down! You know it. I definitely went down. Um, Have a dust-free life. Let's give a shout-out to the Dust Destroyer. The doc is in. And the Deacon Speaks. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much to our music by uh, our boy. Franchise. Yeah. Production by Tucker Butler. Thank you to our wives. Uh, We love cleaning up for the Dust Destroyer. Yes. And if you come over to my house, she likes red wine and take your shoes off as you enter. Amen. Peace. Peace. Excellent brain trust to market it. Brandness that's set in stone like the Ten Commandments. This show gon' be around for infinite years. I think we can all agree on ice cold beers. 100% authentic, you can't fake it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in. Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman.